Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're asking, is Denver International Airport a UFO headquarters? That's correct. Is Denver International Airport a UFO headquarters? We're going to take a little bit of a look at this airport, some of its history, and then a couple of sightings associated with this thing and ask just what's going on there. Now, first off, we've talked about the airport before. and I think pretty much anybody uh, who's interested in the UFO phenomena or in any kind of the strange stuff that goes on in knows that uh, Denver International Airport has some really peculiar choices for their artwork, their architecture, and all that. And people that question those choices are just automatically labeled as conspiracy theorists. And for instance, you've got the blue horse there with the piercing red eyes. People say, man, that thing looks strange. And of course, you know, the horse has that has added history of the guy that created it being um, losing his life in the process of this creation. So, you know, we think, what does this stand for? You know, a lot, with a lot of cultures, uh, the color of that blue horse is associated, of course, with death, the pale rider, you know, the color of blue. So we wonder, why did they choose that? And then we also ask, uh, what's up with the gargoyles? Why would you want to put these nasty-looking critters all over your airport for, or the end-of-the-world scenes where people are carrying their AK-47s? It seems like an airport should be a pleasant place where people can maybe be reassured and relaxed a little bit before they climb into an aluminum tube and fly at uh, 35, 45,000 feet at uh, five, 600 mile an hour. But that's not what they seem to be looking for in this airport. This airport's almost like it's set up for a whole different purpose. And from the underground uh, tunnels that we hear about to just the way this whole thing was built, was it why it even needed to be built in the first place? So obviously it leads to questions. And when people, by the way, taxpayers who paid for this airport ask questions, they're automatically labeled as conspiracy theorists. You have to wonder, do they build these things, these monuments to their own, I don't know, strangeness? Is that some kind of warning for us? Do they have to do this? Do they have to give us this warning? Or is this some way, some sort of, I don't know, cosmic way, some sort of spiritual way that they have of saying, yes, this is the team that we're on. You're the sheep. Do what we're told. Now, this first article comes to us from Forbes.com. It's dated uh, what, October 30th, 2023, written by Brittany Annis. It says, why the Denver airport started embracing its conspiracy theories. And so right away, you see here that they're going with the whole conspiracy theory angles. And they're going to embrace the theories. Well, <laughs> you know, they got to do something with them. I mean, you can't have a crazy looking blue horse and uh, gargoyles all over the place without people thinking maybe maybe there's a connection to the lizard people. So I don't even see this as a conspiracy theory. I mean, people are just asking reasonable questions. Meanwhile, they're taunting us like there's some sort of uh, serial criminal that wants to taunt their victims or something is what it seems like. It says, if you've traveled through Denver International Airport recently, you may have noticed some peculiar construction signs. Instead of the standard pardon our dust messaging, the airport openly flaunts its conspiracy theories, playfully referencing Illuminati headquarters 
lizard people's lairs and the underground tunnels that some people are reserved for the world's elite in the event of an apocalypse. I think so often these people forget that they work for us. So instead of them being professional and answering people's questions uh, with reasonable answers and explaining why they're spending our money this way, we get this high-handed mocking attitude. I find it very concerning. One side reads, apologies for the noise. It takes a really big drill to get to the underworld. Another quips, forgive the mess. Building secret underground tunnels can get quite untidy. The Denver International Airport's conspiracy theories, and there's many of them, have become central to its marketing, and the airport leans into them even harder during October when interest in the Ocal peak. So here you go. Uh, they're telling you that, oh, everything that you're questioning is just a conspiracy theory. Nothing to see here. Don't mind the gargoyles. Just move along get on the airplane and also you should know that it's normal to have a peaked interest in the occult during october well if people have a peaked interest during uh, the occult during october might because maybe it's because that's the big uh, holiday celebration halloween and maybe this is some sort of inherited memory where we're concerned about being uh, the next critter offered up during that halloween ceremony so they're approaching this whole thing as if we are fools to question what's going on here when we all know that uh, man only has a short, uh, just maybe a, a couple hundred years here of really civilized behavior, even somewhat civilized behavior. We've got thousands of years of history uh, on this planet where behavior was patently uncivilized, where really bad things were done by people that use this kind of imagery. And so it shouldn't uh, be a surprise that when we see these things, we say, why are, uh, why are our tax dollars being used to produce this sort of imagery in a public space? Okay, big difference. But we're not getting that respect. We're getting mocking. And then it has a picture here of a uh, lizard, you know, dressed in a, as a human. And, and he's doing construction work. It says, apologies for the noise. It takes really big drills to get to the underworld. And I'm sure somebody thought that was really cute and probably spent a lot of your money creating that uh, sign. It goes on. It says, conspiracies have been tied to the Denver airport since we first opened, says Stephanie Figueroa, a public information officer at DEN. Why do they even need a public information officer? I don't know. In the past few years, we decided to embrace them as part of our identity and as a way to better connect with passengers. Yeah, because I like to really have people uh, scare the love and daylights out of you before you get on an airport. So once again, they're putting themselves in this uh, kind of parent position where they tell you, we're going to tell you a really scary bedtime story, but just remember uh, mommy, daddy government is here to protect you. So get on the airplane, do what you're told, take your shoes off, walk across a filthy mat that's probably been visited by every virus known to man, and make sure that you haven't got uh, something bad in your shoe. And we'll take a picture of you that uh, could possibly cause cancer, but no big deal, it's worth it. And get on the airplane, crowd in this uh, aluminum tube like a bunch of sardines, and get to your next destination, and maybe we'll be uh, rude and abusive to you on the way. That's how they're treating us, okay? If you if you uh, have been around the planet for a few years like I have, you can look back and remember a time 
when we were still treated like a person. But it almost seems like this ruling class, this deep state, the cloak is coming off a bit. And every every few months, it seems like the, they just uncloak a little more, okay, where we can start to really get an idea of the nastiness that lies uh, behind these offices, I guess, where they uh, spend their days thinking how they can uh, extract more uh, resources out of us. But I'm on a rant. It says, from tweets hinting at the Denver airport's conspiracy theories, once again, they just love that word, to staff taking broadcast journalists into the underground tunnels for tours to share with viewers, playing up the conspiracy theories, again, makes travelers' interactions with the airport memorable and unique, Figuera says. We could almost play that slug bug game. Every time they say conspiracy theories, if you get a punch of the guy sitting next to you, he's going to have a really sore arm. The construction signs are just another tool to poke fun at ourselves and differentiate ourselves. That's one of those words that came out during the early 2000s, differentiate. It was in all the uh, MBA books and, and advanced uh, business classes. They love to they love to create these new words or, or discover these new words, and it makes them feel like they've, they've really latched on to something. While the public response to the signs has been mostly positive, really, I, I would like to see the poll on that. Figueroa says some of the staunchest skeptics, now, if you don't go along with the program, all of a sudden you're a skeptic, remain convinced that the Denver airport is up to something sinister and simply hiding its conspiracy. Wow, boy, is your arm sore yet? Theories in plain sight. Why are there so many conspiracy theories at the airport, it says. And there's a picture of this nasty-looking gargoyle with his tongue hung out, sitting in an airplane seat. Wow. So how did the Denver airport become so ripe for conspiracy theories? Figura has a few guesses. Construction delays and financing difficulties pushed out the opening of the airport for several months, which caused a lot of speculation from the public. Or maybe when people just walked into the airport, they felt uncomfortable because of all the uh, occultish, satanic-looking, nasty statues you had sitting around. I don't know. Then when the airport finally opened in February 1995, a new state-of-the-art automated baggage system went awry, launching bags off the conveyor belts and shredding luggage. Listen to me. It always seems like with these really uh, dark... Uh, bits of architecture, these big buildings, you know, where they have all this nastiness attached. It always seems that when they open up, something bad happens. It's like almost like a psychic sacrifice to whoever these things are being dedicated to. And lucky, I guess, that it was just luggage this time. Some called it the baggage system from hell. On top of all that, temporary structures that were erected for construction have been taken down as they were no longer needed. Figura says, conspiracy theories, there you go again, started spinning. Were bunkers moved underground? Was the airport cursed? How about haunted? A popular airport for connections, Denver International Airport, has been rapidly growing and is the third busiest airport in the world, according to Airports Council International, with more than 69 million travelers passing through in 2022. What well, could it be because they're directing, directing traffic to this place? As conspiracy theorists, there we go again, have started looking for more clues, the aircraft's public art pieces provided plenty of fodder. Now, you know, one man's art is another man's garbage, I suppose, though Denver airport officials have responses to each claim. Well, why are they having to respond to this stuff if it's just A-OK? -okay? The bronze gargoyles are a symbol of the New World Order, question mark. 
Not so, says Figura. They're perched over baggage claim to protect people's luggage. I don't think that this demonic looking creature is here to do anything for me. And I'm not sure that's what they ever symbolized. Okay. So, okay, whatever. How about famed Chicano artist Leo Taguma's murals, which are in storage during a construction phase, but will return. That some interpret as apocalyptic. Well, yeah, you see a bunch of kids being led by somebody with a machine gun wearing what looks like Nazi, uh, you know, outfits without the swastika. I don't know. A little unsettling. There are certainly some unsettling images, like a soldier wearing a gas mask and images depicting war and destruction. But Figueroa says those who follow the mural's storyline will notice it's one that's actually optimistic, if not cautionary, with overreaching themes of world peace or maybe world domination and control, depending upon how you interpret those pictures. But the most convincing piece of evidence for, wait for it, conspiracy theorist is an installation on the approach to the airport. Those arriving at Denver International Airport are greeted by a hawking blue Mustang with beady red eyes that glow in the dark. It's, it's weird looking. Mustang, I guess that must be the name of the statue, right? Who many refer to as Blucifer was installed in 2008 two years after a portion of the sculpture fell on its artist creator, Louis Jimenez, severing an artery in his leg and killing him. That's led many to say the 900-pound statue is cursed. Once again, unfortunate for this fellow that lost his life, but it seems like so many times when these strange, strange creations are put together and about to be released, always some kind of a blood sacrifice is what it looks like. Mustang was completed posthumously by Yemenez studio staff and family, as well as lowrider and race car painters. The glowing red eyes, they're a tribute to Yemenez's father's neon shop that he worked in when he was younger. Another convincing morsel for conspiracy theorist is the granite marker at the Denver airport's south interest, entrance that hints at secret societies. It depicts symbols of the Freemasons and mentions a non-existent World Airport Commission. Maybe we'll have a better understanding in 2094 when the time capsule underneath is set to be opened. Well, my guess is the time capsule will do nothing but mock people even more. You see, this is, it's clear to me. They're putting all the symbology up there. They're, they're, they're putting all this, these crazy statues and paintings and whatever in the tunnels. It's just, it's like an in-your-face way of saying, we're going to do it our way, and you're going to pay for it. Okay, and then when you question it, we're going to call you names, conspiracy theory, and then we're going to make fun of you and mock you every chance we get. Now, that is the attitude of uh, these kind of people. And they are the exact opposite kind of people that you want as public servants because they don't think they're public servants. They think they're public rulers. And if you think for one minute that this kind of an organization wouldn't side with whatever alien entity force, however you want to call it, that happens to show up in our dimension. If you think for one minute that these guys wouldn't set, and gals, wouldn't side against you with the aliens, I'm sorry, I think you need to re-examine the situation because these, if these UFOs, aliens, entities, whatever, 
if they are such a possible threat, as so many in the military and the government have postulated recently, then the kind of people that we want in charge of us are not these kind of people, okay? We need to all be on the same team. And when certain members of your team are uh, just loading up your public buildings with occultish and demonic imagery, that might give you an idea that they're not on the same team as you. And if they're not on the same team as you, do you want them in charge? It goes on, it says, while it could be a compelling piece of evidence for a conspiracy theorist, the geography is off. If you were to pinpoint the coordinate in the 1977 sci-fi movie, you'd be about 50 miles northwest of Denver Airport. But it, but is the Denver Airport and its vendors onto something when it comes to promoting its conspiracy theory? Definitely, says Cassandra Caldwell, senior publicist of Society 22 PR, a self-described conspiracy theory fanatic who visited the Denver Airport for the first time earlier this month. Using conspiracy theories and marketing as a bold move, said Denver... And Denver Airport does it in a way that's hard to ignore, Kava said. They've taken stories, which could have been a PR headache, and turned them into something that grabs attention. It's not how I see it. They've taken obvious questions that people have asked, and then they have answered those questions with mocking replies. And they're doing it in a way to social engineer us. The message is clever because it gets people curious and engaged, says Kava who says she was drawn in and spent extra time exploring the airport during her recent visit. Now notice how the author here just cites this, I don't know, somebody who they say is in charge of a conspiracy theory club or whatever. That's a straw man argument. She didn't go through the airport and ask random people, hey, what do you think about that crazy looking gargoyle over there? Or what do you think about that mural with the guy, you know, hurting the kids with an AK-47? She didn't say, what do you think about that wild uh, looking blue horse out front, Lucifer, that uh, the creator was killed while making it. She didn't do any of that. She didn't address the questions. She just glossed over the questions, labeled the people who asked common sense, reasonable questions. I would say it was a good article in respect that it at least addressed the issue, uh, even if it tried to cover it up as much as possible. And I want to look at a couple of sightings that have actually happened around uh Denver International Airport there. Now, we've been asking whether or not Denver International Airport could be some sort of UFO headquarters, and we're not talking about UFOs of the friendly kind, more of the unfriendly reptilian, what some people call lizard people kind, and if maybe all this artwork and the statues and this and that isn't there just to kind of put it in our face and to let us know that they're here and that they're in charge. And kind of what goes along with that is some UFO sightings in the area, strange ones. This is from museumoftheweird.com. It's dated May 22nd, 2012. Uh, as a guest blogger, it says, UFO almost crashes plane over Denver. A UFO caused some trouble over the skies of the Denver airport the other day when an airplane flying at 8,000 feet was buzzed by an unidentified aircraft flying in the opposite direction that looked like it had no pilot. The pilot of the observing plane said it may have been remotely controlled, though it seems it was traveling far too fast for him to get any proper visual, and the darn thing didn't even show up on radar for officials to investigate. How bizarre. Maybe how convenient. Now, it says, uh, this is from Nine News of Denver. It says, 
Denver, the Federal Aviation Administration is investigating a mystery in the sky. A mysterious object flying over Denver nearly caused a mid-air collision Monday evening. Nine wants to know has learned. As far as investigators know, the mystery object did not show up on radar Monday. Investigators believe this object, whatever it is, could pose a serious safety hazard to planes. Radio transmissions from LiveATC.net confirm a nervous-sounding pilot reported a strange object at 5.17 p.m. Monday. The pilot is heard telling air traffic control a remote-controlled aircraft or what? Something just went by the other way at about about 20 to 30 seconds ago. It was like a large remote control aircraft. Well, there you go. Normalcy bias. He can't even let himself think that this thing could be a UFO. Must be remote controlled. 2012, I guess maybe the, the drones weren't quite so popular yet. The corporate jet, a Cessna Citation 525CJ1, was flying at 8,000 feet above sea level over Cherry Creek when the mystery object came close enough to make any pilot nervous. We have another one here. This is from cbsnews.com. This is August 4th, 2020. And I'll put the links to the Buy Me a Coffee website. As always, thanks to the folks that uh, support over there and at Spotify. Don't forget to link, subscribe, and follow. Now, the title says, UFO Mysterious Objects Seen in the Sky Over Denver Metro Area. It's got a picture here. Now, they claim this is the loon, uh, the Google balloon, all right, which it could be. But it just says, Mysterious Objects Seen Over the Denver Skies. I'll post there, buy me a coffee. You take a look at it. It it has kind of a transparent bubble look. Very well could be. But the question I have is, why are they launching these things near airports and not bothering to tell people ahead of time, at least. It says a group called the Loon Project said they released a high-altitude weather balloon in the area on Monday. The FAA agreed that's most likely what it was. Really, they agreed that's what most likely. So they didn't actually know. They just think, this is what I say. If these things aren't UFOs and the Loon Project or Google or a balloon club from Michigan are releasing these things into the atmosphere just to you know, traverse about our skies, not caring where they go at. We've got big problems. We've got big problems because they are endangering the lives of every single person on a flight that might run into one of these. And then it has another picture of this looks more like a lighted craft to me. Whether, and this is the thing. They're saying, oh, it's a balloon. Well, you can see the daylight picture where it looks kind of like a donut-shaped transparent thing. And then you've got a night picture where it's got uh, three lights on one end, one on the other, and then a very bright light kind of hanging down from it. Uh, looks like a totally different craft to me. Why can't I see the lights in the, in the daylight picture? Why do I just see a transparent, uh, oval-looking, almost like a uh, life raft kind of object up there? Earlier this year, the Colorado Department of Public Safety investigated mysterious drones flying over Eastern Plains. So we remember we talked about those. And uh, they use the word investigate. I mean, is that what you call it when you tell, when you when you don't do a thing to find out where they're coming from? You just tell people not to shoot them down because they could go to federal prison. I don't know. The mysterious sightings were also investigated by the Morgan County Sheriff's Office, which developed a task force along with the FAA, which also looked into the matter. So, in other words, we spent a bunch of taxpayer money sitting around an office somewhere talking about the weather, and we did not find out one thing 
about these drones that were buzzing power plants and nuclear missile bases and people's houses or whatever. We haven't got a clue. But if they fly over your house and they're low and loud, don't shoot them or we'll send you to federal prison. So we live in one of the most surveilled countries on the planet. We have the biggest military on the planet, what, two or three or four or five times as big as anybody else's. And you guys can't come in here with a helicopter saying, take one of these down so we can have a look at it. You're not doing any better job than that of tracking these things. You've got two bad choices. Either these are UFOs that are not respecting our airspace whatsoever, or there's some kind of uh, man-made object, okay, that we have no idea what it is, and our uh, military and our defense uh, agencies are so inept or uh, just don't care enough to track these things down and tell us what they are. So finishing up here with just a little bit of this, uh, uh, another article here on the Denver International Airport, you know, we can see they have UFO activity going on around that place. They're not investigating it. They don't care. But they are just putting it in your face of, of this whole notion of, of you don't have the right to ask questions. And if you ask questions, uh, we'll make fun of you. Here's an article from the Denver Post, and we'll finish up with this. It says, the definitive guide to Denver International Airport's biggest, you got it, conspiracy theories. Nazi runways, remote locations, underground bunkers, aliens, and artistic depictions of the apocalypse. Well, you know, tell us where we're wrong at, please. And then it says here, it has a little display, a fake skull on display in the Conspiracy Theories Uncovered Gallery at Denver International Airport, October 20th, 2016. The skull was made by employees and planted and planted during construction of the airport, hotel, and transportation center. They're just, you know, I think what really upsets me the most about this whole situation is that they're taking our tax dollars and they're using those dollars to mock you. As a taxpayer, people ask legitimate questions. And as our overlords, they mock us and deride us and sometimes uh, even try to deperson people. You have to ask yourself, is this the relationship that you want with your government employees? Do you want them to be public servants who are compensated for their work? Or do you want them to be overlords with a nasty penchant for name calling? Now this article is written by John Wenzel, like I said, dated October 31st, 2016. It says, Sinister sculptures and secret bunkers, swastika-shaped runways, and murals that point to a New World Order takeover or alien invasion. And what about the gargles hanging by the baggage claim? Conspiracy theories about Denver International Airport have soared for more than two decades owing to the airport's mix of bold public art. So when they put out occult-themed art, okay, then it's public, it's, it's bold public. But if they put out something that's religious-themed, can't have that. Unusual architecture, infamous construction problems, and an internet-fueled cycle of self-feeding paranoia. So if you ask a question, you're paranoid. Maybe paranoid enough that you're going to need to uh, go to a re-education camp somewhere. Who knows? They predate even the airport's 1996 debut. 
And then he says, but Jesse Ventura helped popularize them with a 2012 episode of his show, Conspiracy Theory. And dozens of media outlets from ABC News to the Science Channel continue to report them on an annual basis. So they do something obnoxious, okay? Like they put this big nasty looking chart, uh, gargoyle uh, statue sitting in an airplane seat, okay? Here's a picture of a demon sitting in an airplane seat. What, you don't like that? That doesn't make you feel comfortable as you climb onto an aluminum tube and go darting off to the east or west coast at five, 600 mile an hour? Well, you must be a conspiracy theorist. You must be paranoid. Are you sure that you're not, you know, mentally unhealthy? It says, we have a CEO, Kim Day, who really embraces the conspiracy ideas. Then it goes on, kind of goes over the same stuff. So what it seems like you can see happening is the, the deep state goes in, they take over this major public works project. And instead of just building this thing in the most efficient uh, way possible, you know, build like a Walmart store. You go in, you get your stuff, you leave. Do I walk into Walmart and see uh, gargoyle statues hanging on the wall? No, I walk in, I've got plain walls, plain floors, get my stuff and go home. Why can't they do the same thing with public works projects? Why do they have to use these public work projects as a way to project their dominance over us? What's going on here seems to be they're projecting their dominance and strength over us and possibly even their collusion with these entities. And they're using our tax dollars to do it. And then when people question that, you're called a conspiracy theorist, you're called paranoid, you're called crazy. And you have mainline news people come out and write, you know, dozens and dozens of articles telling us how bad we are because we say, hey, do we need to have an do we need to have a gargoyle in the airport? Can't we just have an airport with plain walls? Do I need to have pictures of kids being herded by men with machine guns? Do I need to have this giant nasty looking sculpture of a horse out in front of my airport with the with the demonic red eyes shining at me? Do I need any of that? Can't I be left alone? Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.